Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Steven, alongside here with who? Sanjay. Sanjay? Yeah. Yeah, Brandon is not on this episode, so this is going to be a definite change of pace. Not only is the topic on aliens, which is much different than anything else we've done before, but yeah, I got Sanjay on here because a little bit of an origin. Sanjay and I are uh, former co-workers, also mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> yeah, and are you sure about that one? Borderline friends. And um, we used to, during lunch, we would always get in some kind of a conversation, and it would be like a would you rather or... What know, if kind of scenario. What, yeah, like what if scenarios. And um, we always talked about how we, we should do a podcast on something like this. That never happened, but we, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, you know, on the Everything Must Go podcast, as the title suggests, Everything Must Go. So... I think that makes sense, right? <laughs> sure, why not? I think not? that makes sense. We'll give it a pass. Yeah, yeah we'll, give, we'll, we'll give it a little bit of a pass. So, Sanjay went to the University of Michigan. Mm-hmm. He is a uh, double major, financial math, yep. and interdisciplinary physics. So that's really going to... It's true. Really going to lay a strong alien foundation <laughs> for this conversation. Aside from that, anything else you want to say about you? Uh, probably not. Let's get into it. Cool, cool. So, we're going to talk about... Everything will be connected to aliens, but the three major points that we're going to cover during this podcast are, have aliens visited Earth? Mm-hmm. Uh, are aliens out there in general? And if they are, are they intelligent or are they just some, some dumb MFers? So, the, uh, the first question, have aliens visited Earth? No. <laughs> just a hard no. No, definitely not. I know well, you, think, uh, you think differently, though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think there's a strong possibility that they have. So I, I've always been really big into outer space. It was like my my first love of any of anything other than trains and dinosaurs and all the generic things that kids were into is I loved outer space. And um, I think it's Pioneer 11. Uh, it's one of the spaceships that uh, I, I got like really into this like space voyage because it got... I forget how many, like, I forget how far away it got, but it was way past Pluto, and we were able to contact it still. Like, we actually got a signal back um, from it, and I it got me, like, super stoked on the idea of, ooh, what if we could send a human out there someday? And it's a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got probably a little ahead of myself, because obviously... We haven't been seeing a whole lot of humans in space, but that's what prompted my interest in it. And on this topic, have aliens visited Earth? The reason why, to me, it seems possible is we actually just looked this up, but there's 91 billion light years of space between the the theoretical endpoints of the universe or the observable universe. And there's been about 14 billion years of history. And I think that in 14 billion years of history of the universe, it's definitely possible that there has been a civilization that developed at some point on that timeline that could build a some type of a flying machine, <laughs> perhaps, uh-huh. that could travel to another planet hmm. and in, into our solar system. Hmm. Okay. Well, you're kind of right because there we know of at least one civilization, right? We and, know of one. Uh, yeah, that's us right here. Yeah. So we can build 
flying machines, as you call them, that can take us to different planets. I mean, no humans have visited Mars yet, but we're getting pretty close. So you're right, space travel is not out of the realm of possibility. But I guess the problem I see is that the universe is so expansive, right? I mean, like you said, it's nine, what was it, 91 billion light years from point to point? That's mm -hmm. just a single straight line, right? Yeah. The universe is massive. And on top of that, we have all these billions of years of time to think about, right? So maybe this civilization existed one billion years before the Earth did, right? So they would never come into contact with us just because, I mean, time, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, but also there's been 14 billion years since the very beginning, mm -hmm. which means that in those 14 billion years, so on our planet, just just, mm -hmm. just as an example, the reason why I get pretty passionate about this topic is on our planet, we didn't really go into space, I think, until the late 50s, really, where we sent anything, something there. into yeah. space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so somewhere in that general timeline, and then obviously we sent the first human onto the moon mm -hmm. in 69. Uh, that's not a whole lot of history of any type of space travel. I, I imagine, I'm not saying that, that there will be humans, but imagine if we had two billion years to advance our space technologies from like this point forward. So obviously technology, as it gets more advanced, then it, it becomes an exponential curve of we're able to, to, to use that information to build upon each other. So technology rapidly advances. And I think in two billion years from now, you, it'd be hard pressed to say that we couldn't build a a spaceship of some sort that could travel the speed of light. And even if we could travel the speed of light, like we could get pretty far if we could do that. That's a big if. <laughs> it's a really big if. Um, I mean, just I don't think it's actually possible for something macroscopic to travel at the speed of light. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that it's not actually something that is feasible. I mean, I think to get into the type of situation you're describing, we would need, I guess, something closer to wormholes, the ability to jump across the universe in an instant, right? But I, I don't know, man. I think it's not very likely. Well, let's let, let's talk about the mm -hmm. the wormhole concept because I think that that's interesting in itself. Because yeah, traveling the speed of light is it seems out of the realm of comprehension, and mm -hmm. and th there are limitations. If if the absolute fastest speed that you could go is the speed of light, which is what we know up to this point, mm -hmm. if that's true, then maybe there would have to be some sort of like a wormhole or some sort of way to to shift into different galaxies um do you think that that's possible that we'll find something like that uh i mean i don't know i think it's hypothetically possible i mean there just needs to be more science that goes into it i think i mean they've come up with models that describe them but whether or not we could actually use them is a whole nother thing right like maybe you go into a black hole and you're instantly torn apart Right, that's not really useful as far as space travel goes. So I mean, right now it's really hard to say. Yeah, I mean, when you say it's not useful as far as space travel mm -hmm. goes, what do you mean exactly? Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe it exists. Maybe it is a bridge that connects two points in space that 
one thing goes in and it comes out instantly on the other side. But if you come out ripped apart into a billion pieces, then, I mean, it's not really helping you get anywhere. No, it's not. If, if that's what it's actually like, it's mm-hmm. not helping at all. Right. So I guess what I'm saying is we don't know enough about these things right now to confidently say that it's possible. I mean, I'd like it to be. That would be pretty awesome. I, I agree with you. And you're right. And that's I guess that's that's part of that's part of my argument on this is we don't really know that much about mm-hmm. space travel. Like I, I, a good quote from my grandma um, when I was younger, she said when she was a little girl, she remembers someone making a joke like, why don't you just like go to the moon? And <laughs> in her head was like, well, obviously, like you can't go to the moon. And then, you know, when my grandma was. 25 or however old she was uh yeah however old she was um in 1969 like we we put a human on the moon and i think that that just goes to show you that things change really really fast like we're making this podcast and in the past it was you had to be on the radio to have a voice yeah and that's i don't know that's that's part of i guess i'm it seems like I'm optimistic on what humans can do, so I must be optimistic on what aliens can also do. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not saying I don't think aliens couldn't exist. I'm not saying I don't think they could travel to other planets or other galaxies, potentially. What I'm saying is the scale of the universe is just so vast. I guess like the furthest away something could have been to see the Earth at its earliest point would be 4.5 billion light years away right so even if we have all of this other space then we're still limited by it yeah no i i I get the i I think this is like one of the strongest arguments that you've made to me that makes me think well there has to be an ability to travel faster than the speed of light somehow in order for in order to see parts of the universe because Mm -hmm. Like there physically has not been enough time that has gone on for things in the distant part of the universe to be reachable by any known possible speed. So there either has to be a wormhole or there has to be a law that we've not discovered yet that allows us to go further or faster than the speed of light, which up to this point doesn't seem possible. I mean, I I just don't think it makes sense. Like traveling faster than the speed of light like running or flying or driving whatever you want to call it like it just doesn't make sense because at that point it just doesn't make sense i don't know you would need an impossible amount of energy to actually do it like actually impossible not so large it would just need to like it doesn't work okay in an an impossible amount Mm -hmm. of energy what what does that really mean though because how do we know that there isn't energy out there in the universe somewhere that's so powerful that we thought it was impossible. I don't know what you mean by powerful energy. I mean, are you just talking about a really large energy source? Yeah, like, how do we know that there's... Like, uh, up to this point, we know... We know what we, what is obtainable on Earth. We know... We can, we can do some basic math on what's going to be... Um, like where's the next closest star going to be? Mm. How how big is it? Blah blah blah. But like, how do we know there isn't bigger sources out there of 
Well, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying when I mean impossible, right? It's not about having not having enough of it. It just doesn't make sense, right? Like, how do you make light go faster? Like, you can't. It just goes at the speed of light. You can slow it down by having it travel through different mediums or something like that. But the speed of light in a vacuum is the upper limit for speed, as far as we know. Yeah, that's what that's what adds some complication. Mm-hmm. But okay, let's let's look at it this way. So maybe there's not, maybe it would be difficult for an alien to visit planet Earth that was 40 billion light years away, right? That's probably a pretty fair guess that that would be not the aliens that would visit Earth. If there were aliens that visit Earth, I would think they would be somewhere in a closer galaxy. Sure. Which I believe that the next closest galaxy is like 2 million light years away, something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's pretty far. That's something that we could actually look up. Um, but it's it's pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean you have to you have to factor in the distance and the time, right? Like maybe it was a civilization that existed before the Earth. Maybe they're a civilization that hasn't yet achieved the ability to travel through space, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Andromeda galaxy is a distance of 2.5 million light years. Um, I think something like that, you, you can just look at the logistics behind it. Sure, it would be that that's a far distance to go. But uh-huh. let's, let's put it this way, though. What if in a thousand years from now, we we're able to create a technology where we could freeze a human mm-hmm. and send them in a spaceship... And just send it somewhere at, I don't know, a tenth the speed of light. It would take over 20 million years to get to this galaxy. Mm-hmm. But it's not completely inconceivable that we could do something like that. And then they could land and we have a device that unfreezes them and they wake up. Yeah, but I mean, you're still talking about a trip that's what longer than all of recorded history. <laughs> Yeah, it's a long trip. Don't so, get me I mean, wrong. Maybe they get there and then humans don't exist anymore. Or maybe they get there and then they still have all this space to explore, right? You make it to the Andromeda Galaxy. How big is the Andromeda Galaxy? Probably it's got to be big. pretty large. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty big. <laughs> we don't have any numbers on it, but it's got to be pretty large. Well, well <laughs> and I, I think that's a good point, but there's also... There's been... 14 billion years, mm-hmm. approximately, like around 14 billion years of the universe. All right, here. I'm seeing there's one trillion stars in the Andromeda galaxy. So you're telling me this small <laughs> human ship is going to explore one trillion solar systems in a galaxy and find light? No, probably no. not. It's it's probably not going to do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, that's that would be a lot of busy work, honestly. <laughs> Ain't nobody but the, got time for that. Yeah, no one's got no one's got time. I mean, this would have to be this would have to be like a calculated mm. decision on. I think this planet is the most likely to have, and and I'm 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 confidently saying, like I'm I'm being confidently optimistic that we're gonna think this type of a decision through, and we're gonna know more than we know now. <laughs> we we know so little about space. Like I think that's what I keep thinking to myself is. Imagine if we had. Like we, we humans have only had a written recorded history for thousands of years, which is like nothing. 
if you think about it. Like, there's been so little information that has actually been passed down from generation to generation. And I, I, I would imagine if we had like millions and millions of years of this recorded history of science and math and everything put together, mm-hmm. that we would be able to do a lot of things that right now seem just crazy in our heads. Yeah, but what if, what if there hasn't been enough time for it, right? So, like you're saying, it took us, what, 4.4 billion years to get to that point? I mean, really closer to 4.5, right? To actually mm-hmm. get to the point where we can record history, let mm-hmm. alone travel to space? I mean, that's a long time to go from an empty planet to an intelligent civilization. Especially when you consider that the age of the universe is what? What was it? 14 billion light years? Mm-hmm. Or sorry, years? Yeah. No, I mean, it, that is a good point. If if every planet developed in the same way as Earth, but there could have been a planet that was created 10 billion years ago mm-hmm. and did it three times as fast they got to where we're at now. And then from there, they had all those billions of years to develop. Sure. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Mm-hmm. But, th- but here's the thing, though. Like, mathematically speaking, there's so many ways. It- it- it's like, okay, a trillion, a trillion stars in just the Andromeda galaxy. So that's a trillion different possibilities of... Like of, of of any kind of outcome you can think of, like there could be a planet that developed just based off of oxygen. Like who knows? Like anything, any like mm-hmm. within reason, like anything can happen in the formation of the planets. Like we don't fully grasp how life developed on the, this planet. That is true. So how do we know that? Like we like a big thing is is finding out if water is on Mars and like, you know, the discovery that there's water on Mars, as far as we know where there's water, there's life, but m- maybe other like aliens, they see it totally different. And to them, it's like, what? Well, there's water. That means nothing to us. Yeah. I mean, I think it would help if we could find any instances of life in our own galaxy first, right? So maybe we find some bacteria on Mars. Maybe we find something in, I can't remember which moon of Jupiter it is. Europa? Europa, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, if we could find any traces of any kind of life on another planet, or I mean, not just in our solar system, right? It could also be elsewhere in the Milky Way. If we could find any instances of any type of life, I think that would make this argument more compelling. But right now, I mean, life just seems so scarce throughout the universe. I mean, every time we find a new planet that seems like it's near Earth, maybe it could have the same kind of conditions or the same type of life uh flourish on it we find reasons that you know maybe it doesn't work maybe they don't have a thick enough atmosphere maybe the gravity is too high maybe their solar cycle is too long so their nights will be too long and too cold right i mean there's all these other things that get in the way so every time we find something that looks promising find out that it was actually just a a negative right do you have any theory as to why you think the earth has life and and not the other planets in our solar system um i don't know i mean it just seems like it's difficult to foster life right there's a lot that needs to go into it in order to have something uh, develop and mature and evolve over time and actually not go out of existence first right we've had a lot of like 
catastrophic events on the earth but somehow we've managed to fight through it and life keeps existing yeah i, I i've always i've always been pretty curious as to like well, you know, why why earth i mean there's there's decent conditions in other planets and especially years ago there's i mean there's just been there's been so many so much variance in the universe and you just think that there could be life at some point yeah i mean i think the most realistic scenario is that there is life elsewhere in the universe but maybe it hasn't reached the same point as us right maybe they're stuck at bacteria maybe they're stuck at single cell organisms maybe they're underwater some some other characteristics are at play that make them not like what we know as life and maybe those are keeping them from actually going out into the universe and exploring or maybe they're just too far away maybe it happened too long ago maybe it hasn't happened yet right that's that's sort of my thought i i, I think that that i mean you look at look at the evolution of our planet like there wasn't really much going on for so many of the years in the, in the beginning like the first billions of years nothing really i mean there were things happening but there wasn't any developing nations or anything like it was just little tiny bacteria mm -hmm. things walking around yeah that's it <laughs> we're swimming around <laughs> and now we're stuck with you <laughs> yeah and now look now we've got we've got a bunch of people like mm -hmm. us so let's let's um shift gears a little bit from having because I, I think any, any final thoughts on have aliens visited earth yeah i mean i think the most compelling argument for me about aliens visiting the earth would be maybe maybe aliens visited the earth before life existed on it right maybe they planted the initial seeds for life on earth right that answers a lot of these questions right like where did life come from why hasn't it existed elsewhere or i mean i guess it doesn't really answer them but, yeah yeah i mean you get what i'm saying like yeah <laughs> yeah i think i think to me i'm a little more optimistic on just the sheer math of 14 billion years and and seeing what's happened on this planet and seeing like what in a short amount of time once we develop the technology of being able to fly like put it put it this way the first flight was in the very very early 1900s mm -hmm. and we put a person on the moon less than 70 years later yeah. like that is some massive technological advancement if you look at it that way and i can i can see if a planet had billions of years of being able to do that they'd probably be able to come up with a strategic way to either freeze an, um, an animal or whatever alien uh or maybe they built something that goes like speed of light and they were able to get somewhere um in their own solar system maybe there just is like i i don't know i don't know maybe they developed just some like super awesome technology that goes faster than speed of light goes through wormholes i don't know but i think there's a decent chance that earth guy has has been visited and i know one of the, the points we talked about was has it happened with humans and i do think it's a lot less likely that it's been with humans because there's not much of a window of the entire history of time yeah. that humans have been here but i i certainly wouldn't rule it out because i mean if if they can observe planets maybe like they've been watching and they're like okay now it's time to visit it's bold right. but i wouldn't rule it out yeah 
Um, okay, so let's let's move on to just mm-hmm. kind of the basic question of do you think there are aliens out there? I think it's more likely that they exist than they don't exist. Just again, given the sheer scale of the universe. I mean, it, it seems very egotistic to me to think that, yeah, we're so special. We're the only things that could possibly exist and be intelligent uh, throughout the universe. But I mean, like I said before, every time we find something that looks like life, we found it, find out it isn't. So, I mean, I guess it's pretty rare, but I still think it's more likely that it exists somewhere that we just haven't seen yet than it doesn't exist. What do you think is like the strongest piece of evidence that makes you think there probably are aliens of some type somewhere? I mean, just the size of the universe, honestly. Like, there's so many planets, so many star systems, right? Just in the Andromeda galaxy. That's one trillion stars, right? Maybe that there's only life on one planet in one star system there. But hey, that's still more than zero. So, so to you, you think that just basically like the sheer common sense and numbers that it yeah. seems likely. But mm-hmm. are you are you, does that mean that you're less convinced that, um, like you're less convinced that like the conditions that create life are likely to happen? What do you mean? Like, okay, like on in our solar system up to this point. Mm-hmm. We've never found any evidence of of a, a living animal on any other planet, <laughs> living, yeah. living or an alien. Mm-hmm. Never found any evidence of an alien. Do you think that that the conditions to create life have to be similar to how Earth is, and that we just have to find another Earth, or do you think that that it could just happen in another way that we just have never seen before? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of people think that life does need to mimic what we see. Um, But I mean, realistically, even life on Earth is so diverse that I don't think we should be looking for humans, I guess, on other planets. Like maybe we'll find something similar to Earth and that's great. Maybe there's life on it, right? But I think there could be other life forms out there. I mean, even just looking at the deep sea, right? I mean... That doesn't look anything like life as we know it. So maybe there is some just fully aquatic planet that has some sort of deep sea life forms out there. Yeah, I those mean, are cre- those are like freaky, the, the, yeah. deep, <laughs> the deep sea creatures. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think most life that we know of is carbon-based. I think that's one thing that we should probably expect to see. Maybe there is other types of life, but I mean, that's probably where we should start looking. But... No. Yeah, I I I think that people get too caught up on only what they know to be true. So there's like I feel like there's a strong focus on well, look in our solar system where there's no aliens anywhere and then there's just one planet that has like all of this just diverse like there's so many different species and everything. Mm-hmm. So you could you would just use that sample and be like, "Okay, what you need for life is uh, you know, moderate temperatures. And basically, you would just say you would take everything that Earth has and then you'd take everything that all the other planets have and be like, well, I guess you need Earth conditions to create this diversity. And I just think that that's a foolish way to, to look at it. This is, this is, the universe is so complex. I don't think that you can just use this small sample and make all these assumptions. 
Yeah, I mean, I think there are some things that we should probably look for, right? Like, we should probably look for planets that have atmospheres to actually protect anything on that planet. We should probably look for some planets with reasonable amounts of gravity, mm -hmm. right? Too little gravity, things are going to just float away. Uh, too much gravity, maybe they won't actually be able to form. I'm not sure, but, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Um, I think for... For me, the idea of there being aliens, like, yeah, I think that they're they're definitely out there now. But I also think that you can't rule out that there were some planets that had aliens, like, I don't know how many years ago, like billions of years ago, and then they, they died out. Like, humans aren't going to be on Earth forever. Like, sure. eventually the Earth will not be around anymore and that's just yeah our sun's gonna burn out eventually yeah and that's just what's going to happen and i think that that also opens up like a so many possibilities of there being life out there it's on i mean there theoretically there could have been life on mars like a billion years ago and we mm. i mean we don't think there as of right now we've never found any evidence to suggest well i guess we've kind of found evidence to suggest that there could be something on there because there's water but i want to say it's evidence that <laughs> there is some or that there could be something there but it's not completely out of the realm of possibility yeah is what we found yeah yeah i, I feel like I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself like well we found a few structures <laughs> we found there's little uh, those little people that used to live there did, did you ever see the photo of the face on mars i don't think so <laughs> that like th there was a it's a pretty funny photo. I'll, I'll show it to you. But basically, there was a, a photo taken. I don't know what year it was. And people freaked out because like, oh my God. There it is. <laughs> yeah, so there's this photo taken on Mars. And it actually is a real photo. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually does. It looks pretty convincing that there actually was a face on Mars. Sure. Um Obviously, the human the human mind will trick us into seeing things because mm -hmm. we, something to do with we recognize faces or we look for faces. Yeah. Like I remember when I was a kid, I used to think cars looked like they had faces. <laughs> oh yeah, I still do that sometimes. Yeah. Like, it kind of looks like that might be a face. Mm -hmm. And anyways, this photo from uh, one of the Mars landings came out, and people were like, "Oh my God, there's there's aliens on Mars!" <laughs> like, look at that. And I remember when I saw that as a kid, I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Why isn't this a huge deal? Like, this proves it. Like, we know there's aliens on Mars. And then, you know, it. there's another photo here. And then it actually <laughs> it actually doesn't look like a face at all. Yeah, not too much. <laughs> yeah, they got like a more uh, high definition photo. And it looks nothing like a face. It's just a rock. <laughs> still pretty uh, still pretty funny. Because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still waiting for that day where... You know, Trump comes on. He's like, "Well, I'm not gonna do a Trump impression. Actually, <laughs> I'll spare us. I'll spare us with a, with just a terrible Trump impression because I don't have a Trump impression. So if I did it now, it wouldn't be good. Maybe another time. Do you have a? Are you? Do you have any good impressions? No, <laughs> no good impressions at all. None are coming to mind. I don't know. Well, it's if." Any do come to mind over the, the course of this, please. Oh, yeah, I'll let you know. Please let them out, because I would love to see it. <laughs> cool. Um, any other thoughts on, like, in your head? How about, how about this? In your head, 
what do you uh, what do you imagine an alien would look like? I feel like everyone's got like this generic thought in their head of what an alien would look like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a few possibilities, right? One is subhuman type of life, right? So maybe they've maybe they exist, right? They came into existence, but they haven't reached the same level of intelligence as us. So they're just kind of doing like animal type stuff, right? Who knows? Or, I mean, I think aquatic life is one of our best shots. I don't know how common that opinion is, but I think it would be sick if we saw some life on Europa or something. I think there's a good shot there. Um, I think outside of those two, it would have to be some kind of like civilization that's above what we know, right? Maybe they've found a way to harness all of the energy coming off of their star. Maybe they have all this crazy tech we can't even imagine, right? And so maybe they don't fully conform to what we know of as life anymore. Maybe it's some sort of artificial intelligence at this point. Who knows? Basically, I'm saying it's got to be either below us or way above us. That's my opinion. Really? You just don't think there's any chance they're just like on par? I mean, I guess there could be. But I feel like if they had made it to the same level as us, they would either like fall out of existence or they would surpass us right just i mean finding if we were to find the first intergalactic life form and it was exactly on the same level as humans that would be pretty absurd to me <laughs> they're just driving like i don't know a honda civic <laughs> no they picked up elon musk's tesla off mars driving that around oh yeah <laughs> Is it, did that launch like the actual Tesla? Yeah. Oh he shot it into space, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> that's literally just so goofy. Yeah. So that means that someday, some aliens are gonna take that Tesla and just mm -hmm. drive it. Yeah. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely won't crash on impact. <laughs> well, I don't know why. I feel like we we kind of missed like an obvious question on our the last topic here, which is if aliens, let's say aliens did visit Earth, mm -hmm. like. They, they come down here. What do you imagine that experience would be like for us as just humans? Like if aliens landed on Earth, what would that be yeah. like? What do you imagine it would be like? Oh, man, that would be crazy. Everyone would lose their shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you talking about like a like something that's actually publicized or something that's like Area 51 type aliens? No, like they can't hide it. Like they're, yeah. just, they're just coming in a swarm. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know. That would be crazy. <laughs> well, the first thing is, why would they actually come to Earth? What does Earth really have to offer if you have intergalactic space travel? What What if like, they ran out of water on their planet? And they're like, oh, they got a lot of water they're, here. They're coming to the wrong place, dude. I'm pretty sure there's... <laughs> I think there's just some like space lake, pretty much. I can't remember the specifics, but I'm pretty sure there's just water like floating throughout the universe in some large cluster. Really? Yeah, I think so. I'd have to look it up. But. Is it similar to like the water that, would, that we have here? Like it's just H two O. Not sure. I mean, <laughs> well, to be water would have to be water, right? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the fact you're saying it's just water just floating yeah. through space is hard for me to imagine. Yeah. So they found 140 trillion times all the water in the world's ocean. <laughs> surrounding a black hole i guess more than 12 billion light years away from us i wonder if if you got to that if it would actually feel like you're in the water <laughs> i have no clue <laughs> it's kind of impossible to imagine like what mm -hmm. that would actually even be like mm -hmm. 
Um, so yeah, point is, they shouldn't <laughs> come to Earth for water. Okay, well, maybe not water. Maybe they just, like, are really... They're just... They love, like, Reese's Pieces. But, like, E.T. They just come down here and they're like, yeah, we saw that E.T. movie and we thought, mm-hmm. you know, let's give this a shot. He seemed like he was into it. All right, how about a realistic <laughs> possible? <laughs> How about we're the first life that they've found throughout the universe, Perfect. right? Yeah. That's a pretty good reason to visit the planet, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, for them, it would probably be some kind of research mission, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a, maybe it's a hostile research mission. Who knows? <laughs> maybe they just take over our planet and try to run it over and study us and do whatever the hell they want and figure out like how to create other forms of life or detect other life throughout the universe. But, I mean, realistically, if if aliens come to Earth, they're either going to be observing us or they're going to be... Blowing us up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, I don't know about blowing us up, but probably, like, hostile takeover, kind of. That'd be so yeah. bad. Yeah, I, I imagine if if an alien came down, it would just immediately try to destroy it. Humans? <laughs> I think so. Then we'd be so terrified, like... Yeah. No, you know, it probably wouldn't be immediate. It would probably be similar to, like, when the Europeans came over to the United States. <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what it would be like. Yeah. We would become friends, and then we just all get massacred. Yeah. That's basically what happened. It's horrible. But I, see that. I kind of feel like that something similar could be what happens. Yeah. Have you seen District 9? Uh, yeah, I did see that movie. Yeah, I really like that movie. But, I mean, I think that's a very realistic depiction right maybe aliens come to earth the government wants to study them however they can and just fuck them who cares they're not humans <laughs> i mean maybe that seems to be our mo yeah i mean it's it does make you wonder like if they got here they clearly know something we don't yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of scary in itself but like who's to say that aliens couldn't come here and actually be like superheroes like they're they come here and they are protecting us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think at the to actually travel throughout the galaxy or the universe, like they need to be so far above what we are. I mean, there's just no point, right? I mean, do you really think you're a superhero for ants? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you think that that's what it would be like, just us, just stepping on an ant? Well, they would be stepping on us, but yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing too. What if? I mean, there's just another another sort of <laughs> way to look at the aliens. What if, what if, like, they're just really tiny? Like they're super tiny. Like they're super like intelligent. But who's to say? I think in our heads, we have this concept that everything needs to be in the scale of what we're used to. Mm-hmm. But how do we know another planet? Either we're like ants that they could just step on us because they're so big, or they're so tiny that we could just flick them. I mean, it it seems difficult for us to comprehend, especially mm-hmm. because, you know, on Earth, insects, like, having a smaller brain, I, I know that having a bigger brain doesn't necessarily mean more intelligent, but there is, like, some sort of a correlation of... I think it's, like, proportional brain size. Yeah. Yeah. Because probably, like, the biggest brain is, like, a whale, probably, right? Probably. I don't know. I've never seen them do anything that impressed me too much. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I've never been... I I mean, have you been impressed by any whales? I haven't met too many of them, I'll be honest. 
Yeah, I, I can't imagine that. Yeah, be I mean, thought provoking. I like where you're going with this, though. I think there are problems with them being too big, right? Because think about it: the more mass you have, the harder it is to travel through space because you need more fuel. But I mean, that doesn't mean they couldn't be larger than us. I don't think they would be like whale sized, probably. <laughs> but I mean, maybe they could be like 10, 15 feet tall. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I think there are problems when you get too large. Like I know humans have trouble with circulation when we get. Uh, to like pass like seven feet or around there mm-hmm. but yeah sure. yeah no I, it have you heard the um there's like a whole theory where so humans are the only intelligent life on earth i don't mm-hmm. really know what makes that distinction but it's the way that we're referenced but that there's there's this like idea that humans could have not ended up being the dominant species in terms mm-hmm. of intelligence and it could have been insects. Have you ever heard this before? I think I've heard something like it. Like I, I saw some like documentary on it and I just, I was very like into it because it, it just, it just, it made me think outside the box a little bit of, yeah, you know, we, we are this dominant species. We have the intelligence and are able to do things other species can't. But even on this planet, with different conditions, maybe a different species would have rose above. It's possible. I mean, I think my opinion is what sets us apart from any other form of life is recorded history. So actually passing things down through writing. I think that's what has allowed humanity to grow to the level we're at now. Because, I mean, just think about how much easier it is to read something and understand it than it is to test all possibilities and then figure out which one you think is true, right? You don't go to school and start putting sticks next to each other, say, oh, like this one plus this one, now I have two, right? I mean, I guess you do to start addition and stuff, but (laughs) it stops making sense at a certain point. It makes it, it becomes easier to read things and understand them than it is to actually go out there and test everything. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of back to that, my point on the, the recorded history is super beneficial towards advancing because otherwise we would, if we didn't have recorded history and stuff, we would still be like seeing something outside and be like, I'm going to eat this. And then people would still be dying (laughs) from it. Mm -hmm. So it is extremely valuable that we can be like, Hey, don't touch that. It's bad. It'll hurt you. Yeah. You can hand (laughs) someone a field guide before they go hiking instead of having them figure out which mushrooms are going to kill themselves. (laughs) Exactly. So there's, there's definitely some benefit to it. I don't know. It'd be, it, I mean, it's it's a scary thought to think of that insects could be the dominant species. Like they could have evolved into this intelligent, weird-looking giant bug thing. <laughs> I mean, I can't really imagine it. But um, so, what's your what's your general thought then on the chances of there being intelligent life out there? Hmm. What are we calling intelligent? I would say, yeah, because you got to make the distinction on intelligent life. But like, if if they have an actual recorded, if they're able to like have a language or like have something recorded, I think that that probably dictates. Because I know I know there's like some theories of there being like basic languages between some other animals, but well, I mean, we know there's some sort of verbal yeah. communication. Yeah, so it, this would have to be like recorded, ability to make record things, learn 
passed teachings down and stuff. I think it's pretty slim. I mean, compared to the odds of life existing, I mean, I'd say it's something like one one thousandth of a chance for intelligent life, I guess. I mean, maybe not that exact number, right? But <laughs> it's like, I'm just saying it's, it's significantly more, I would think it's significantly more rare for intelligent life to exist than just normal life. But I mean, it's probably out there if I had to guess. I, I I think that's interesting that you're just kind of like on the fence. Like it's eh, maybe it's probably out there. Uh, to me, I, I mean, I, I guess I get it. I get it that it's hard to make like a firm. There's definitely mm-hmm. intelligent life just because there's not even any indication that there is any life. Period. <laughs> but just because as we talked about like trillions of stars mm-hmm. like just, just the simple math of it and also just the the understanding of how little information we really have up to this point on how like the outer space mm-hmm. <laughs> or like how life develops we don't really have a great concept to how it like originates and stuff yeah. so i mean to me there's trillions of outcomes of how this could go so I think there's probably about any type of level of intelligence I think is probably out there in some way. There's probably species well above. There's probably ones that are way less advanced. There's probably planets where there's not a single dominant advanced species. Like I don't think that there has to be a planet out there that has has like an equivalent to humans on there. Like I think it could be a planet where everything is like a subhuman sort of not like like not that they don't think at all but they're kind of yeah. just primal and could just be like a planet of monkeys or something yeah right? so what you're saying yeah just yeah there's like an entire planet of just dogs basically not not literally dogs that'd be kind of cool but <laughs> be kind of cool for just a dog planet but i think it would be interesting too if there were the same species on another planet like i wonder if that's possible Oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty, pretty wild. Do you think it could happen, though? I think the odds of it happening are astronomical. See, I... Because my thinking is, and this is, this gets pretty... This You could look, look into this pretty, pretty far, because it's kind of like a rabbit hole of, <laughs> of, of ways to look at it, but... So if something like Super Tiny was the first life form on earth like who's to say that that on every planet life originates from the same like species like everything is just derived as a from the same original bacteria or whatever it would be considered mm-hmm. and then what it becomes is just determined on its environment and it's and it, it evolves according to circumstances and it, it kind of like is survival of the fittest, they weed itself out, and then certain traits become dominant, and then that's how all life develops on every single planet. And then, therefore, there could technically be the same animal on another planet as on our planet, but it'd be incredibly unlikely because it'd have to be the exact same circumstances. Yeah, I I don't think animals would be likely. I mean, maybe we could see similar forms of, like, single-celled organisms. I could see that maybe being a possibility. I mean, I think they think that life sort of came out of amino acids so just like randomly forming and then creating chains Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, maybe we could see something like that, maybe even a few steps up, but I think past that, it's getting a little crazy. <laughs> I don't like, know. I don't think you're going to see a golden retriever on another planet. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's probably unlikely, but I, I, I just, I think it's, it's interesting to, to imagine the same. And, and yeah, just like, well, you know, with plants, like, yeah, could you have a pine tree on another planet? <laughs> you say probably not. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could have one, but yeah. it probably wouldn't have come up on its own. <laughs> I don't know. I, I There could be just an entire planet of just pine trees somewhere. Well, if you find it, let me know. Well, I think it's I think it's interesting that there's almost an infinite amount of possibilities of what other planets could be like. Could be an entire planet that is just like Chicago. It's just a giant Chicago. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's got to be at least twelve of those. <laughs> There's just twelve Chicago planets. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, no yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not mm-hmm. a thing. But the plants, I feel like we always are talking about like aliens, these big bug-eyed, green-head guys. But we never talk about plants. It's never. <laughs> no one ever talks about. Well, yeah, could be could be trees and other planets. Like, I think it's just not as interesting of a topic, right? <laughs> Plants are a little bit boring. I mean, it's finding life would be pretty exciting. Yeah. But as far as the life goes, plants just kind of do their own thing. We're not really concerned with their intelligence, you know. Do you do you think if we discovered life on another planet, do you think they would tell the public? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like probably not. But I mean, maybe it would be too hard to hide. Who knows? What do you think would be the main reason they wouldn't tell? Uh, I don't know. Government just seems to like keeping things from us. Especially if it could cause like mass panic. But... I imagine... I mean, if you think about it though, just like knowing that there's mm-hmm. life on another planet really shouldn't be so threatening. I mean, you say that, but I don't know. I feel like it gets into... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I could I could certainly see it getting a little dicey. Like mm-hmm. I could I could see it being something that would cause. I mean, it also depends on what we found. Yeah, like we found like legit alien intelligent mm-hmm. beings that are just like, yeah, oh hey, yeah, we're we're the Mars people. That's what's going on? Hey, you just point your telescope out <laughs> into space and you see a space station. Like that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that would be really funny if. After all this time, aliens come here and it's just not even subtle at all. <laughs> it's like there was no evidence of any life. Mm-hmm. And then just some just gigantic spaceship just flies over and just <laughs> lands and they're just like, mm-hmm. what's going on, guys? <laughs> be real bad. Mm-hmm. Would you would you want to be abducted by aliens? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, it would be pretty cool. Like, think about it. I mean... Well, I guess it depends on your point of view, being the first person <laughs> abducted by aliens. That would be pretty crazy. I mean, that would that's pretty much, like, the best experience I can think of in terms of, like, rarest experiences, most life-changing types of things that could happen to you. But, I mean, it would probably suck. <laughs> it would be an incredible experience, but I'd probably hate it. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, like, what are they going to do to you? Yeah, I mean, best case, I'm in a place where I can't communicate with anyone. That's worst case, maybe they pull me up somewhere and they don't have oxygen and I just die. Like, yeah. who knows? 
Yeah, honestly. Because I've thought about the whole being abducted. Like, there was a... I went through a phase where I actually thought there was, like, a 1 in 10 chance I'd get abducted by aliens. (laughs) Like, I feel like... I, I feel like... I feel like there was, there was a little point in time where I was, like, really into the whole alien thing, mm-hmm. and I was like, reading books on it, and a really good book I would read called Alien Agenda, and uh, <laughs> I, in my head I was thinking, you know, I've read stories, I guess people do get abducted by aliens every once in a while, <laughs> and I thought... That One it, in ten chance. Yeah, <laughs> like, I would go to bed sometimes, and I would think, could this be the night? <laughs> Could this be the night that the aliens take me? And then, take me already! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I mean, as far as I know, it didn't happen. But, like, we don't know for sure. Maybe maybe I got abducted. Maybe. That would explain some things. It would explain some <laughs> things, for sure. Like, how do, like I, why I'm so smart. <laughs> but I don't... Do you, do you think if aliens did abduct people, do you think that they would be, like, just evil and like do like crazy stuff or do you think they would like try to make sure that you're intact and actually be nice and let you go uh i mean most likely scenario that i can think of is them just abducting you and hanging on to you doing some kind of like research program or kind of like a zoo maybe if they're just (laughs) trying to have some kicks i don't know but i i think if they're taking you they're probably not putting you back you think yeah Plus, I mean, I guess there's, if they are taking it, right, maybe they're trying to keep you alive because that's actually like probably a great oh, way to definitely. research you is to actually have a living specimen and testing it. But testing it is not necessarily fun or pleasant or enjoyable. Or maybe they run a test and you die. Who knows? <laughs> what do you think they would feed you? <laughs> I mean, you'd hope so. How they know what to feed you? I don't, that's what I, was, that's what, I just had that thought in my mm-hmm. head, but. I imagine if they had the technology to do this, they would have probably, like, attempted to figure out how this animal was. Yeah, unless you're, uh, you're part of the pilot program. <laughs> that would suck. You get abducted and you're like, they don't know what they're doing yet. It's like, yeah, why did this one die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, being, being part of the pilot program of the abducted would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be abducted, you want to be like the millionth person to be abducted. <laughs> at that point, they've got to figure it out. They're like, they give you like yeah. actual good food. I mean, I think at that point, though, they've probably <laughs> surpassed uh, your usage, though. Oh, yeah. Like, once they actually understand us as a species, they probably don't need to pick up more. I mean, unless they just want to have more around. Who knows? I never thought about the If they abduct you, yeah, why would they Why would they ever send you back? <laughs> Why would they, I mean, it's like when we take an animal into the zoo, it's not like we ever let them go. Sometimes. Sometimes, but yeah. a lot of times we're just like, no, you live here. Every generation, they live mm-hmm. here too. Yeah, all the animal testing we do. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I don't think uh, those guys are really getting let home to their families very often. No, they're not. <laughs> they don't get any visitation. <laughs> Maybe you do. What if you actually do get visitation? It's like... <laughs> Your entire family gets sucked up into this patient. <laughs> yeah. And then just periodically you get to go back. Well, like, come on, man. I, I, I don't even know. It's been like two years. Can I? All right, fine. He just keeps complaining. Let's let's send him back to Earth for a week and he can see his family. Spend, you know, let's go, let's give him Thanksgiving and Christmas and <laughs> get him back oh, up yeah. here. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know. 
know, just uh, just a thought. Mm-hmm. Um, any uh, any other final thoughts on uh, well, alien stuff? Yeah, to go back to <laughs> go back to the question a few minutes ago. Like, do I think intelligent life exists? Mm-hmm. I think if we found any kind of life, like bacteria, anything, just literally anything, even if it's dead, I don't care. If we find that anywhere in the universe. I think there has to be intelligent life somewhere. We just need to find some evidence of some kind of life, and I'll be convinced, like, instantly. Ooh. I didn't realize that. So yeah. that's that's all we need. So if tomorrow they find out that on Europa, like in the, the, the ocean of Europa, they find that there's evidence that there was mm-hmm. an animal that's swimming around in there. Yeah. There must be intelligent life somewhere. I think that's, I think that's a fair takeaway. I think, um, I mean, I fully believe that there's intelligent life out there somewhere. I think that basically any any form of life has that you can think of. Well, within that, nah, I don't know about that. That you can think of is a little <laughs> bit bold. <laughs> I, can, I can think of some weird stuff. <laughs> but I think uh, there's probably been a lot of different types of life in the universe. And I think you just got to keep it in a an open mind to things being not what we know up to this point, that things could be different than we've observed up to this point. And this, the sheer size of the universe. And we, we could do an entire podcast on the whole wormhole. Cause if there's, if wormholes exist, it opens up like a million other possibilities. Uh-huh. Um, but we don't know that they don't exist. So, that could be possible too, and if it is, then we could travel pretty damn far. So, we could maybe we could get out of the observable universe and into this so-called unobservable <laughs> universe. <laughs> maybe I don't know what. What if the unobservable universe is just like being in a video game? Like we don't know. Everyone's just like <laughs> everyone's just like sixty-four bit graphics. <laughs> yeah, you go outside the observable universe, you turn into Mario. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not at all. Um, any other just final thoughts? Anything you want to promote? No. Nothing at all, actually. But thanks for having me on. This oh, was pretty fun. For for sure. And um, I'll just uh, I want to say thank you for coming on here. And Brandon should be on the next episode. And Sanjay is always welcome to come back on any future episode. Maybe all three of us can be on an episode. Why not? Right. Why not? You know, we got aliens this time. Maybe <laughs> next time we'll talk about crab people. Because obviously... That's, <laughs> the obviously, public's demanding it. <laughs> obviously, crab people is a very heated topic of discussion these days. All right, close it out, Steve. Let's All right. Go. <laughs> All right. Um, so if you, if you like this episode, feel free to... Subscribe to any of the uh, or any of your podcast apps. You can find us basically on um, that Apple one. Basically, basically any any podcast app, any of the main ones. Um, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about second chances. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, uh, you can at EMG Pod. That's also our our Gmail. So if you want to email us and say that you know Sunjay's a cool guy. Um, have him back on again, or you want to just say, I didn't like that guy. I never want to hear from him again. <laughs> feel free to, uh, 
feel free feel free to write us an email uh, our email is emgpod at gmail.com you can also now leave us a voicemail at 513-427-EMG5 where you can say all the things you're going to say in that email but you don't have to write it because who wants to write these days apparently not many people um Thank you for tuning into this episode, and we will talk to you soon.